I'm Samantha Bove, and this is She's Too Much. This show is for the woman who's been told that she dreams too much, talks too much, cares too much, thinks too much, feels too much, needs too much. And I say it's about damn time that we are even more. Because that thing you think makes you too much is the exact thing the world needs more of. If you struggle to take a compliment, if you feel uncomfortable with asking for exactly what you want, if you have a hard time saying out loud, I want a lot of money, or maybe you go to write your love list and you think to yourself, this is so specific, or this is unnecessary, or you write out your dreams and you think, "Mm, but is this really going to happen? This is the episode for you. I have reached a whole new level of the love that I can receive after having my my man come in and his everything on my list of 71. Yes, I'm very specific. And this was my tailored down list from about 90. Very specific qualities that I wanted in my man, in my person, in my partner. And this episode isn't about specifically calling in love, but it is about attracting exactly what it is that you want and about how we can learn to hold the things, hold the blessings that we're praying for. Because I really believe our ability to achieve exactly what it is that we're looking for in this lifetime is directly linked to our comfort when it comes to receiving those specific things. So if we are not fully comfortable receiving even the little things like compliments from our friends or someone helping you with your bags, the big things, our nervous systems, our spirit will not be able to hold and unconsciously we will reject them. And I have seen this play out in my own life and I'm even seeing it play out right now with my body literally rejecting and breaking out in eczema flares because the love that I'm receiving is so big. And I literally have to breathe through and remind myself that I can hold this kind of love because that's what I asked for. So in this episode, I'm going to share the four practices that I would do, the four areas of my life that I would look into if I was starting from ground zero when it comes to really expanding my capacity to desire more and then actively manifest and receive those blessings into my life. The first one is, of course, getting really clear on what it is that you want. The second is practicing our ability to receive open-heartedly and with full comfort. Step three is going to be giving generously and without a feeling of obligation. And then four is, of course, asking, asking, getting comfortable using your voice and asking for what it is that you want. So let's get into it. Getting clear on what you want. I guess I'm going to be using love as the example for this episode because that's what's really on my on my mind lately as I am, I don't want to say falling in love 
I arrived in love. A girlfriend of mine told me, it's been so beautiful to watch you declare that you wanted more love in your life and then you went out and got it. And that's really how I feel. I feel like I've arrived in love and I paved that path to arrive there on my very own. And so if you have a hard time getting clear about what it is that you want, I imagine you're struggling with indecision about what you want. And indecision is not what you think it is. If you haven't listened to either episode two or episode 28 and you really struggle with indecision, I really recommend going to both of those episodes. You can even pause, go come back to this one because getting clear on what you want is really important. And there is a lot of steps to do that. A lot of stripping away what maybe your parents wanted for you, your friends, the patriarchy, capitalism, and getting really connected to your heart and the truthiest truth of what it is that you're desiring. And so for me, I was very, very clear after my last relationship of what I didn't want. I was very clear on that, but it took me some time and it honestly took me some dating and it took me finding some expanders, which is a term by Lacey Phillips. She's an incredible manifestation mentor. And an expander is simply a person that expands your ability to believe that what you want is possible. And so for many of you listening to some of these things about manifesting my dream apartment in New York or manifesting this love or building a business that I actually love and don't feel imprisoned by, I can be an expander in those certain areas for you. And I have a million expanders. And so one of the things that I did because I didn't have the love that I wanted and I was in an engagement for five years and it wasn't as pieces, but most of it was not what I really wanted. I found expanders. And so I found my girlfriends and I inquired a lot about like, tell me what this love is like. Like, what are the things that he does for you? How does he show up for you? How does he make you feel? How do you feel giving him your love? Can he hold it? And so I was very much expanded and inspired by my friends in my life that had really amazing loves. And so if you are thinking that you want a certain thing, whether it's a home or a job or a love, go out and find those people. Literally ask people, who do you know that's in the healthiest, happiest relationship? Talk to them. Who do you know that has a business that makes money that they love? DM me. You know what I mean? Like it is really not that hard to find expanders and that will help you get clear on what it is that you want. It'll also help your subconscious start to believe that it's actually possible because if it's possible for her, a part of you will believe that it is possible for you too, and it is. And so my clarity, I love to write lists. And I'll write the list and I won't necessarily look at it every day, but I will really bring it to life. And at this point, because I take so much time practicing my intuitive and psychic senses and gifts, that once I write that list, I just say a prayer that that becomes real and I also cast out the spell. And so there'll be, there were different times where I'd be doing meditations and I would just be meditating on the energy of my husband and what he felt like. And I didn't know where he was in the world or I didn't know what he was doing, but I could feel him. I always could feel him. I really could feel him as a little girl even too. And I know that's specific, <laughs> but if you think about playing house, like what did you feel like then? and start to really track those feelings 
feelings and then bring them more into your like life actively. And what is incredible is that when you set that intention to start to feel the energy of the thing that you are desiring, again, whether it be a business or a partner, or even new friends, I also do this with friends, your spiritual and your psychic spirit will start to send that energy from you out into the universe and from the universe back into you. And so the three, four months before my partner actually came in, I was having dreams about him constantly. I would, and I would wake up and I journal about it. And every journal title would just be husband energy. And I would unlock different gifts of like, oh, he, we kiss like this. We embrace like this. This is how I feel when we're walking on the street. And now I have it. And the reason why I want to talk about expanding our capacity to receive so much, which is now step two. So number one was getting clear. And what it is that you want, I suggest writing it down and then meditating and praying on the energy. And then also, so now step two is receiving. So I knew that I wanted a really big love. I knew that I wanted a, a romance of a lifetime. Like I wanted my person and our love story to be the best love story that I've ever heard in my entire life. And so I knew that I'd have to be ready for that. I didn't know how long it was going to take. And I was also really okay with it coming at maybe like 45 and just waiting because I knew it was available to me. And I knew that it was important for me to do, I don't want to say work, but the play, honestly, to be so comfortable receiving. Because as you open yourself up to be comfortable to receiving the really big blessings that you're trying to call in, I think what I see most people do is go to like, well, why do I think I don't deserve it? And all of those things. And yes, there's a time and the place for deep shadow work and grief work. And I get that and I do it and I see it. And I think that it could be like 70% play and lightness and like 30% of the, the darkness. And if you're listening to this, I'm imagining that you probably have dug into the childhood trauma and the dramas and all of the things. And right now I want to call you to just play more because that's how you're going to get comfortable receiving. And so by play, I mean literally play. Allow yourself, give yourself the gift of being in joy because when you are looking to receive the big things that you're calling in, you're going to feel a lot of joy, right? And if your nervous system, your body and your spirit is not used to fully feeling that level of joy, you are not going to either fully embrace it or you're not going to call it in because your spirit's like, yo, you're not ready. Like if you're not ready for this, why would we send it to you? And when my man and I are together and in an intimate situation, I've heard so many times from my ancestors and also I'll just put it out here, Mary Magdalene, there'll be a whole podcast episode on that, but I'm really in it. So if you know her, you feel me. If you don't, look her up and you'll go on a journey. Anyways, I could feel these entities and these spirits say, we sent him because you're ready. <laughs> like, and that is just the reality. Like, I really do believe we get our gifts when we are ready for them. And so how you can expand is, again, play so that you can be more comfortable in the energy of joy, whatever play looks like to you. And if you have a hard time figuring out what really brings you that level of joy and presence in your body, just ask yourself what you like to do as a little kid. Like truly, if it's dance, if it's art, if it's being outside, if it's collecting, you know, ladybugs and like playing like it was in the grass for me, like that's where you start. The next biggest thing about receiving is taking a compliment. 
This is the most impactful thing I truly believe that you can do when it comes to building your ability to receive and also speeding up the things that you're trying to call into your life. Like if you feel like your manifestation process from when you declare you want something to when you get it is really slow, it's probably because you are rejecting all the little ways that the universe is trying to bless you because you think that you are a burden to people instead of embracing the blessing that you are. So for example, if somebody offers to carry your bags, are you like, sure? Or are you like, no, no, no. The other day um, I got home from a trip and I had a massive suitcase and I'm on a second floor walk up and there was a man that was working in my apartment building and there was a language barrier, but he was obviously pointing to like grab my bag and bring it up. And I was like, no, 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 it's so heavy. Don't worry about it. And he asked three times, and each time I rejected and then as I'm lugging it up the stairs like literally feeling like I'm gonna break my back in half I'm thinking to myself Samantha you've learned this lesson already he wanted to help you he wanted to help that would have felt good for him we would have had a nice exchange I would have you know smiled and we would have had a little moment and I would have been so grateful and instead he walked away kind of like huh, okay like whatever and then I'm exhausted and so it's all those little things when people try to do you a favor and you think to yourself oh but I'm gonna owe them something what if all that you let's say owed them was just your positive energy because that's all anybody is looking for anyways. They're looking for a positive energy exchange throughout the day. So if somebody tries to give you something for free or upgrade you or open a door or take your bag, practice just receiving that with grace. There's also nothing sexier than a woman that can just take a compliment. Like, when a woman or a man or any person gives you a compliment on your shoes, on your hair, on your intellect, on your voice, on your power, on your business, on your art, on your work, on your impact, say thank you and feel that energy running up and down your body and all around you. I heard someone say recently, when people reject compliments, I want you to think about it like if somebody were to come over your house and they were to give you a gift and you were like, oh, no, 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 here, take it back. I don't need this. That's what you're doing when somebody gives you a compliment and you're trying to just deflect it or get rid of it. It's also like imagine if they give you this gift and then you run up into your attic trying to find, you know, an old gift to re-gift them. You're like, oh, no, no, please take this because you just gave me a gift. That's also like not genuine. Yeah, sometimes you may also really like their earrings and if it's genuine, cool, say it. But most of the time, the thing that is the most mutually rewarding is to just say thank you and mean it and feel it. When I give someone, someone a genuine compliment, which I keep saying the word genuine because compliments should only and always be genuine and someone rejects it or tries to deflect it and put it right back on me, I'm so disappointed because I would love if we could just both celebrate you together because it feels so good for me to celebrate you. And then if you're celebrating you as well, now look at all of us. This is now a celebration party and it feels so good and it feels so exciting to be wrapped up in that energy of recognizing someone in their gifts, in their beauty, and in their talent. So practice just saying thank you. Don't cringe. Don't deflect. 
feel it. Let it emanate through you because that is your magic, your pleasure, your joy, your seeing yourself is your magic. That is the siren call. That is the spell that is going to attract everything in your life that you want, right? If we believe that when we are this magnetic frequency that matches another magnetic frequency, well, we have to be in that magnetic frequency or else what is going to come back to us? Things that are just less than what we really want. You have to live what you want before you get it. You have to take little moments throughout the day to be wrapped up in the energy of the thing that you want to actually get it and then hold it, actually have it for more than a moment. And I will tell you, like, I am not perfect at this. Like, I still have moments where my brain and my body are like, oh my goodness, can we really feel this? So for example, I was with my lover and he came home from our Airbnb the other day and I woke up to the home in just like this beautiful, beautiful conditions. It, the environment was so just stunning to wake up to. There was this beautiful playlist on candles were lit, smelled like Palo Santo, was spotless because we had like trashed it the night before because we were like dancing and partying. And he wasn't there and I was like, oh, he must have ran out. And so I'm waiting for there. I'm waiting in the Airbnb. I'm brushing my teeth. I'm just taking in the energy of the space. And he comes in and he has maple syrup in one hand and Epsom salt in the other hand and comes in and kisses me and is like, I'm going to run you a bath. I got this Epsom salt and then I'm going to make his pancakes and eggs. And I stood there like really standing in a dream and the dream feels so much better. I mean, reality <laughs> feels so much better than the dream because it's real. And I could feel my body want to reject it. I could feel my body starting to signal to my brain like, oh, there must we must put a problem in here because it can't possibly be this good. And thank God for my practices of noticing that, being aware of that, thankful for meditation and mushrooms and all of the years that I've worked on receiving, right? This huge, huge, huge miracle in my life. And I was able to say, oh my gosh, I deserve this. And I believed it and I enjoyed. And I sat in that tub and I thought of all of the things that I want in my life. <laughs> because right, when you're in that energy of now not only thinking about what you want to receive, but being in the energy of just holding it and receiving it and allow it to swirl through your heart and through your mind. Now it's like, okay, what else am I casting out? The Reiki retreats and the land that we want and the babies that we want. Not right now, but you know, in the next 10 years and using that energy of being in the receiving to now cast out the next level whilst also just enjoying it and just being grateful for what I had in that moment. So now the next piece of this, so we did getting clear on what we want, practicing getting comfortable receiving. And now the third is going to be giving. One thing that I think gets really left out of this self-care entering my selfish era type of personal development bubble that I, you know, am in, honestly, as a coach and as a Reiki practitioner and podcaster, I'm very much seeped in this spiritual bubble. And so I hear a lot about it, a lot about these concepts of 
manifesting and getting what you want and increasing your deservingness and capacity to receive and all these things. And one thing that I just don't hear enough is giving. Giving is an essential piece of manifesting because when you give and you offer someone the chance to expand their capacity to receive with comfort and with ease and with joy, you are saying to the universe like, hey, when you bless me, I am going to do something with that blessing. And so I just gave the exact example of how I do that. So my person came in, gave all this love to me, and I felt so blessed. And so yes, I enjoyed that for myself, but also that I went in that bathtub and I dreamed about all the ways that I want to give to you, to my community, like how I can fit in more Reiki trainings, what more free things I can talk about on the podcast, like this right now. I started taking notes on this two weeks ago when I was with him of like really breaking down what it is that I have done to be living in so many of my dreams because I want you to live in so many of your dreams so we can live in it together because like how fun is that? And so really asking yourself, where in my life am I actively giving? And it doesn't have to be so big. If you have the space and you have the desire to work in charitable organizations and nonprofits and you know different things like that, amazing. But also, not but, and, you can also just get better and practice at just giving compliments, right? I want to make it so easy for us. And compliments are one of the best things that you can do because I think compliments have been these things where it's like, oh, I love your earrings, like superficial compliments. And I'm not talking about superficial compliments. I'm talking about practicing seeing people. And it's a lot easier to do that when you get comfortable really seeing and building like and building love with yourself, which is what this whole podcast is about. And there's lots of other episodes on getting comfortable with alone time and all of those things. And what I get reflected back a lot from my clients and from my community and from my friends and my family is you really see me. And I also know that that's the truth because a lot of times people tell me, I've never told anyone this. And so it signals to me that I am creating a safe enough space and I am seeing the parts of them that are so beautiful and so true and so radiant that they're willing to bring the most shameful parts of themselves to me because they know that when they bring it to me, I'm going to hold it with the most light, right? And safe spaces, Brene Brown says, safe spaces are where shame goes to die. And also I would add to that is where you really go to be reborn into the truest version of yourself. And so can you be that safe space for someone by just seeing someone and getting comfortable and brave enough to say, wow, you have one of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard. Wow, your eyes, they are just the kindest eyes I've ever seen. Your style is impeccable. Your energy is radiant. Um, I love the way that you dance. It's so sensual and free. It really inspires me. I told a friend yesterday, like the way that you nurture your friends is so beautiful. Like I've watched you just take care of us. I'm on my sister's bachelorette party this weekend in Puerto Rico, which, oh my gosh, it is so beautiful here. And one of the girls here, she's just such a nurturer and she does it so naturally and so seamlessly. And it feels so good to be nurtured by her, just like a little touch or anything. And we had a whole conversation about it. 
And this is a skill set, I swear, that will take you so far, open doors, deepen intimacy with your people, create connections, create so much abundance, and also help you get what you want to. Because I really do believe that source, God, spirit, the universe, blesses people who are going to be good conduits for those blessings. That is my belief system. And yes, I know some of you are going to say, well, then why are bad people? Why do they have so much money and all of those things? You know, I think the best reference for why, you know, good, bad things happen to good people and good and vice versa is honestly conversations with God. <laughs> that book really helped me come to peace with just the lightness and the darkness in the world. But for me, because I know that I'm meant to be a light and I know that you are meant to be a light because you're here listening and we're doing this light work together is to really believe that the more that we are blessed, the better that we are going to do with those blessings, the bigger light we're going to have and the more that we're going to spread. So give more this week. Okay. And now the fourth one is, this is like, you know, advanced level shit. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, is there another word for shit? And huh, it's like, this is the advanced level stuff. It doesn't hit the same. Asking for what you want. <laughs> and so I'm going to leave this one short because this should be honestly a whole other podcast episode. So number one was getting clear on what you want. And so Part of getting clear is asking, right? Because if you're putting it on a list, you are actively asking for it in a way to the universe, to your highest self, to wherever you believe that you're casting out that manifestation or casting that spell. But the fourth step here is really taking it to the next level of just asking. And so on vacation, I have noticed these practices a lot for me come up of just receiving help and also asking because when you're on a trip, like there's a lot of logistics. So like, you know, for example, like we had transportation coming to pick us up to go on this boat excursion. And um, one of the women wanted a tea, but the Uber, it wasn't an Uber. It was like a private transportation was here. She's like, oh, we can't, we have to go. And I'm like, it's a private transportation. Get the tea, I'll go out and ask if he doesn't mind waiting five minutes. Something very small like this, like, you know, someone wanted a certain table because it was really loud inside. Um, and we had originally requested indoor seating and now it would be out and yada yada. So I just went over and I asked. I asked for things all day. If I want the sauce that comes on the steak, but I want it on the chicken, I'll just ask the waitress, is this possible? And sometimes they don't get the things and that's okay. Like you can also, I can also receive a no with grace. Like I'm not meant to get everything that I want. And that's also fine. That's also part of the practice is to sit with the no. But I just want to end my life knowing, get to the end of my life knowing that I asked and that I went all out. And the more that you get comfortable asking for what you want in all sorts of situations, out at a restaurant to in the bedroom, the more you start to build an intentional life by your design, not by other people's. And I really do believe that that is a happier world. Like if more people got what they genuinely wanted, I really do believe the world would be a better place because I think suppressing all of your desires and leaves us with a whole bunch of people and I speak to a lot of women a whole bunch of women who don't really know what they want and now where's their power if it's not with them I know that if I don't feel empowered and I don't feel clear it means that I've been dispersing it to all sorts of different places and that it's time to bring it back into my heart 
So those are the four steps for really starting to speed up the manifestation process, attract what it is that you want to call into your life and getting really comfortable receiving it and holding it and then spreading that love, baby. So if you don't follow me on Instagram already, let's hang out there at samantha.bove. I love to hear from you if you're enjoying the podcast please screenshot this episode, tag me on Instagram. That's one of the best ways for us to grow. We have Reiki retreats coming up in Europe this summer. The first one sold out in about 10 days in Joshua Tree. And that was, oh my gosh, such a testament to how many people are ready to do light work. And literally light work is not hard work. (laughs) It's light work. It's fun work. It's sexy work. It's playful work. It's spiritual work. It is the most important work that we can do. And I'm just so grateful. So go to samanthabove.com forward slash Reiki retreat. If you want to get on the wait list for the next Reiki retreat, we have masterclasses coming up, intuition workshops. So follow me on Instagram, DM me to be part of the community outside of this podcast. All the love, babes. Talk to you next week. Bye.